Hello, Oregon. It's Wednesday, January 22nd, and this is Mary Mooney with a news update from the Oregonian Oregon Live. The deadly new coronavirus that's infected around 300 people in China and killed at least six has reached the United States. A man in Snohomish County, Washington, is the first confirmed case in the U.S. The man began experiencing symptoms after returning from a recent trip to China and is being described as quite ill. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is sending a team to help in the ongoing investigation in Washington. Officials say that will include potentially tracing close contacts to determine if anyone else has become ill. Common signs of this infection include respiratory symptoms, fever, cough, shortness of breath, and breathing difficulties. In more severe cases, infection can cause pneumonia, severe acute respiratory syndrome, kidney failure, and even death. Standard recommendations to prevent infection spread include regular hand washing, covering your mouth and nose when coughing and sneezing, and thoroughly cooking meat and eggs. You should also avoid close contact with anyone showing symptoms of respiratory illness, such as coughing or sneezing. Jeremy Christian, the man accused of killing two men on a MAX train in 2017, appeared before a judge Tuesday as jury selection got underway in his murder trial. Christian said he'd wear his blue jail uniform throughout the trial, foregoing the civilian clothes that defendants usually wear to avoid prejudicing juries. Christian, 37, said he doesn't want to put on a show for jurors by wearing regular clothes. Court officials still took measures to obscure Christian's ankle cuffs, which remained on during jury selection. They draped a black cloth over the sides of the table where Christian sat so jurors couldn't see the shackles. Later in the day, attorneys began selecting jurors, a process that's expected to take five days. That'll be followed by about five weeks of testimony, arguments, and deliberation. Oregon House Speaker Tina Kotek is preparing a bill that would allocate $40 million to create new shelters for homeless people. This would be Oregon's most significant investment to relieve the effects of the statewide homeless crisis. She wants the legislature to pass a bill that would declare a homelessness state of emergency. That would allow local governments to bypass zoning restrictions when citing shelters and other critically needed space for homeless people to escape the elements. She also wants the state to provide money to create and operate such places. Now, such a state of an emergency would have little effect here in Portland, which started to ease its zoning restrictions to provide shelters years ago. But it could be a big deal in other communities that have pushed back on allowing public camping, but also haven't hosted shelters or public hygiene centers. Planned layoffs at Intel will extend into the company's software group and other business units, according to sources inside the company, likely numbering at least several hundred and adding significantly to earlier reports on the pending cuts. The cutbacks figure to be Intel's biggest job reduction since 2016, when the company eliminated 15,000 jobs through layoffs, buyouts, and early retirements. The cuts now pending won't be nearly that large, sources say. But still, those sources say the total layoffs will be well into the hundreds and will affect the chipmaker's Oregon sites and its other locations around the world. Meanwhile, Intel said Tuesday that Andy Bryant, long the chipmaker's most senior Oregon executive, has stepped down as chairman and will retire from the board altogether in May. For these and more news stories, pick up today's copy of The Oregonian or head to OregonLive.com.